Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Hello and welcome to another episode of No Small Roles, a D&D podcast where there are no small roles and a shape-shifting slug in Juna's hand. <laughs> That's what she said. <laughs> slimy, 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 slimy. Gross. Oh, this is making me feel all kinds of gross. Slip and slide. Oh, no, no. no. <laughs> I'm David Knight, your dungeon master, and I'm joined by these, <laughs> I mean, disgusting human beings. <laughs> Don't lump us all in together. <laughs> Just the garden variety. <laughs> Say hi, everyone. Hello. Hi. I have Hello. a serious problem with slugs. I can't handle this. I like oh, really? slugs. I hate slugs so much. I hate them more than spiders oh. or anything like that. Why? Spiders, fine. Really? Slugs, no, 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 no. Where no. I used to live, we had a slug problem. And one time we found a slug in our grill, which was on. And the slug oh. had grilled. Oh. So oh, when I turn that faceless no. footman into a slug, is because they are oh. the worst, bruh. Juno, oh. Oh. I, 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 Juno, Vicky, you deal with your, you deal with your triggers really well. Like you play, you, you put them straight in the game. Fear of needles, pff, I'm gonna play a nurse. <laughs> fear of slugs, I'm gonna turn my enemies to slugs because I hate slugs. D and D's really right? Yeah, D and D's therapy. Well, hashtag D and therapy. Whilst we decide whether or not you're gonna squish this slug or not, uh, let's cue the theme tune. Yeah. Can you tell we were stalling there? <laughs> Massive procrastination. <Yeah. laughs> give Vicky time, give Vicky time. <laughs> Prepare your party of players and polyhedral dice. Your tragic backstory better be worth the sacrifice. Seize your sheets and d20. Let's play D&D You'll have your character swaggers with daggers in each hand You've all discussed what you must, but even better lay plans Take a turn when checks are missed Roll initiative Brandish your blades Don't fail your saves No risk too great, no choice too bold Hero 
Christ is inside, one who will pay the price. Then chance of success will rest upon the dice. No risk too great, no choice too bold. This is no small goals. So, into the garden of Chargelt Hall. Gwendolyn got to work stroking the lion statue, whilst Orin very quickly checked if the barrier would allow them to exit safely. Gaius and Juna set up their messaging system, whilst Enkidu looked out for any dangers from the house. With Gaius holding a tuft of grass to signal his position, you all quickly scouted the house, deciding to enter via the back door into the ballroom. Wait. Do you know what, I put that in there and I was <laughs> like, yeah. Absolutely, that's going in there. Yes, yes, yes Grace. Yes, Grace. <laughs> Music was playing from beyond one door, so you headed through another, passing through a gallery that contained portraits of previous Arch Magi. You reached the main foyer and headed downstairs. Exploring the storeroom, staff quarters, kitchen and laundry revealed very little beyond how magically animated everything was in the house. With his detect magic goggles, Orin discovered a hidden trapdoor that could only be opened with an amulet of access. Splitting up to search the building before their bonbons ran out, Gaius and Orin searched the ground floor, while Enkidu, Juna and Gwendolyn headed upstairs. The search wasn't hugely successful, with those heading upstairs discovering that the wardrobes each contained access to the laundry room in the basement, and Enkidu swiping a handful of jewellery. When both parties unintentionally met in the office, their investigation into the magically hidden documents was interrupted by the appearance of Archmagus Petragranius, or rather, a shapeshifter wearing her face. As the imposter crossed the ballroom floor, Juna quickly polymorphed them into a slug. The door to the music room had been opened, revealing an arcanist wearing the required amulet beyond. And that's where we pick it up. So, you've got about two and a half minutes left of your anti-magic targeting system bonbon. Um, and you've got then about another, yeah, 50 minutes beyond that of being an invisible based on the bonbons. But Juna, you were stood there, slug in hand. Invisible. The door has swung open. You've seen this arcanist uh, who you recognize uh, as one of the ones who had arrived with Exissa oh, during okay. it, it, when they first caught Pellegree. And they're there eating, their, eating some food. Um, and they look up and they're looking over at the door, realizing that it has opened seemingly by itself. Um, so the first thing I'm going to do is slide in through the door in case they close it. Ooh, very nice. Ooh. Um, yes. And do I know how far I am from Guy? Ooh, um, yeah, having crossed the ballroom floor, I would say you're probably about 60 feet. 60 feet, that's enough for message, isn't it? That's my real question. Am I, I confident so. a message? There's, there's quite a few walls in the way. I don't know if that makes a difference with message. I think you're meant to know the general direction, aren't you? Yeah, yeah. you've I got definitely a definite know idea of general, general direction. direction. Yeah. I think I'll send a message to Guy saying, um, Arcanist in the music room has the amulet faceless footman is a slug let me know you get this come and help <laughs> that feels short enough right yeah <laughs> I, re- I relay that to the team and I also I, 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 I message to Juno saying what's the arcanist doing right now eating food where is the amulet yeah is that all they're doing are they just eating and um so yeah, in, in between the time of, like, whilst Guy is, like, passing that message on to everyone else, they have stood up, they've walked towards the door, <clears throat> kind of opened it even further <clears throat> to look out into the ballroom. And you can just kind of tell that they, there is a little bit of an awareness that 
something slightly <laughs> out of the ordinary has happened. They're not <laughs> acting on it. They're just looking at this point, but you can you can sense a, a tension in them. So then I reply to Guy, <laughs> they're looking into the ballroom. If you step on the floor, it will sparkle because they haven't, have they seen that yet? Is that something we all know? Ooh, that's a good point. I'll say no, actually. That's so yeah, I will warn them that oh, if they God. step on the floor. But it won't sparkle with us yet because it didn't before so it's a magic oh yeah it's only if it's a thing. real person yeah. detectable person once our 10 minutes is up then we'll oh, yeah, sparkle so, I'm confused. so much is going it's on good, so it's good for us to know that yeah. it's good to know <laughs> that yeah, the yeah, floor yeah, sparkling yeah. is an option yeah. yeah I'd like to imagine that we're all just on the precipice of the um, like ballroom and we all immediately look to our t- towards our feet in blind panic <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah and then we all look up and see the arcanist looking point blank at us yeah if you've all come through like out of the office through the conference room back to that door at the ballroom yeah. yeah you can see very clearly the the arcanist kind of stood at the door looking into the ballroom um, as these messages are flying backwards and forwards and they're just like looking around like hmm. just looking around they're not they're not stepping into the ballroom. Interestingly, they just stood in the doorway, almost blocking the door from closing completely. David, just remind me, what um, what, what race are they? Uh, so they're a half-elf. They're, um, yeah, shaved head, olive-skinned, uh, half-elf with an angular jaw, cool. uh, is how I've described them. And uh, like, as a, again, you recognise them from having arrived with Exissa. Not the one that stabbed you in the hand, uh, Gaius. Uh, I will just relay to Juno and then to other people um, half elves can't be um, charmed, so just heads up. There's no way of us being able to like charm this person. Mm. Thank you, guy. That is incredibly useful. That yeah, is very Top useful. Tips. Yes. <laughs> that validates my whole thing. Top character tips from the half elf on the team. Yes. <laughs> I'll say with all of the messages flying backwards and forwards, uh, about thirty seconds has gone by, so you're down to two minutes. Fuck. Um, whilst this is going on. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Can I see, like, how it comes off? I feel like June is not the best person to be dealing with it, but what she can do is see, like, can she see how it works? And how, like, yeah, like, if it's possible to take it off them. Yeah, so it, it looks like a, a large blue gem hanging from a necklace. And as you kind of creep in a little close, um, again, they, they, they've got a shaved head, so it actually is very easy to see the back of the necklace. There's no hair disguising it. Uh, that there is, it looks like a fairly simple clasp on the back. David, I don't want to um, metagame this too much, but am I able to, like, speak to Vicky about something? A, a thought has just come to my mind. Yeah, like, you as you're message. all stood there. You've got message. We're firing a back and forth. That's absolutely fine. Yeah. Basically, I just want to send a quick message to be like, are they eating or drinking anything? Can you do something to the food to make them sleep? Anything you got? Because at the moment, they're looking into the ballroom, so whatever mm-hmm. they were doing, they're not looking at that currently. Big brain. Big brain. Mm. <laughs> The, the closest thing I have is minor illusion, but I don't think I can do anything is a cantrip, so I'm assuming... We'd need, like, a sleep spell or something, wouldn't we, I'm guessing? I mean, I've yeah, got I a sleep spell. Anything like that. Guaranteed, they're going to be quite high it level. It won't work on half-elves. Oh, yeah, it won't work on yeah. half-elves. Let me just... I'll see if I've got anything non-magic. I mean, my head always goes to magic, but let me just have a double-check at my inventory. During all of this, like... Can I, I think Gwendolyn will have been very stealthily starting to make her way across the ballroom mm-hmm. because the last thing that she heard from Guy was that Juno had said she needed help. So I think just being as stealthy as possible to try and make it across the ballroom. Yeah, make a stealth check okay. as you go. Pass without a trace, plus 10. Oh, yeah. I still have. Oh, wait, I don't know, because I activated you activated 10 minutes before we went in and it lasts an hour. Yeah, it's already active. 
I was gonna say I was about to right. check then whether it had already activated. But no, it has already been activated, so yeah, you don't have yeah. to do it again. And do you get advantage for being invisible? <laughs> That's a natural twenty. Ooh, and yes. so plus ten so add plus my thirty-three total, David. Oh, oh, nice. There is not a not a squeaky shoe as you cross. <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah. yeah, absolute silence. Um, even Orin, as you're kind of watching, it's almost as if like someone has muted Gwendolyn's movements. It's so strange. <laughs> yeah, impressive. Um, I yeah. have a food-related question. Back on the other side of the ballroom, do we mm. know what would happen if I fed someone a piece of shambling mound? <laughs> <laughs> no, you don't. What? <laughs> Give it a good guess. Oh, they no. would need. They would gag and then need to go to the bathroom and then maybe something would happen. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> David, I have a magic-related question. My yeah. detect magic is still up. Uh-huh. I assume that amulet is growing. I assume that amulet is glowing. <laughs> it's getting massive, yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> yes, it's um, yeah. It's clearly got some um, abjuration, uh, like the other half of the, yeah. uh, the thing that you saw downstairs. And then my second question is, what else magical is glowing on this arcanist, please? Um, their cloak is uh, the arcanist robes that they're wearing uh, again definitely has some abjuration style thing going on yep. in their hand uh, seems to be some kind of evocation aura uh, you can't see any jewellery from, from where you are across the ballroom but yeah you can assume that there is something <laughs> dangerous essentially that they are able to use it has yeah, like a weapon type feel Cool. ready to go they haven't got guy's ring just to check <laughs> No, they don't. Okay, just, just, no. just in case. <laughs> uh, and they haven't got any, like, rings a la Pellegree kind of vibe going on. No, you haven't seen any of those. Um, yeah, it's really just, you can tell from, with the, like, abjuration, the evocation, it's very much guard duty style of Arcanist. Yeah. Um, I'm going to crunch up some bits of shambling mound and hide them in the food on the off chance that that is going to do something to put them to sleep. Okay. Wow. I love it. I love it. <laughs> Just look back at their cake and there's a bit of grass yep. and they're like, what? Oh my gosh. <laughs> I love Amazing. it. Amazing. Um, yeah, I'll allow that. <laughs> um, yeah, so as they kind of uh, have a, a good look around, they do turn back into the room. Uh, they don't close the door, though, and they take a position back on the on the sofa. But again, don't touch their food. It's almost as if they're uh, from Juno as you're watching. It's very much a kind of like performative gesture of of being relaxed. Oh no. Okay. Which actually, Juno, now that you're kind of in this room, the the music room itself is it's almost like a. Like a little performance space. Uh, there's the door that you've come in from, one door on the opposite wall, uh, down the other side. Yeah. Um, there's a small raised platform in the center of the room with a harpsichord that's playing itself, which is where the music's coming from. Around the room, however, are paintings of other instruments, oh. which you get the briefest idea of what they do as the arcanist walks back across to sit down. As they pass, there is like the briefest hint of some other bit of music uh, from from the the, the paintings, uh, and then they they sit down where they where they were on the sofas. Is that like all they do? I just want to sort of see if there's anything weird about the room that's covering up something else. Make an Arcana check. Okay. In the meantime, David, can we assume we're all just slowly following yeah. Gwen, edging over? Mm. Yeah. 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 Yeah, 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 absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Hand on the scimitar. 
Any second. Any second. All of you gathering at the doorway. Yeah. It's 12. It's not very good. 12. Yeah, no, you get the sense that the idea is that if people are stood around the room listening to a performance, that they're actually getting a slightly different performance based on where they are in the room. Just as a musical space, like an entertaining space. So they're just in that room having a lovely time whilst they're having to do this job vibes. Exactly. Yeah. Right. 5.1 surround sound. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly that. Um, so Gwendolyn, uh, having reached the door stealthily first, will say, what are you doing? Can I, like, with my knowledge of security, does it seem like this arcanist has just done anything to the door alarm-wise? Ooh, good shout. Make yourself an investigation check. Yeah. 15. 15. Yes, they have. <laughs> oh, motherfucker. But... What you realise is essentially as they've been stood there, they've uh, as they've sort of turned to sort of come back in, you noticed it. It was like the smallest stroke on the door mm. of an arcane sigil that you can just, you just know instinctively that that's some kind of proximity sensor, like a, a check. But magic isn't detecting you at the moment. Oh. So yeah. in some ways when you're like, oh, I know what that is, at the same time, you're like, I don't have to worry about it. I don't have to worry about it. Cool. Okay, um, I might wave my arm around, hoping that Oren sees it to then signal Guy to message. I will do so. And I message you in. Hey, what's up? (laughs) The door is alarmed, but I don't think it will detect us. They're suspicious. Gwendolyn then goes to start making her way through there. Oren has a look at the door as well from a distance with the goggles. Presumably I can then see, like type of magic yeah again it is a an abjuration uh thing it's not a dangerous uh mark that they've put on there uh just a just a little warning sign for themselves if anything were to come through the door guy will sneak into the room um and just message to um gwendolyn just saying time's ticking can you cast sleep don't know if it'll work on them or not could give it a go otherwise i can hit them Okay, um, and then I will just um, message to Enkidu and to Gwendolyn, just being like, be at the ready, I'm going to try something, then shit goes down if it doesn't work. Okay, yeah, going to be sneaked up as close behind them, ready to, like, punch them in the back of the head. Does he say anything to Juna, or is Juna just in this room, not knowing that anyone else is in this room? I will also message Juna. But Thank you. I, yeah. <laughs> I won't do Oren. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I don't want to no, waste no, too much that's time. That's fine. Oren's looking at the door at the moment. You'll hear lots of things, <laughs> I imagine, in a second. Anyway. Um, okay. So Gaius will. Um, God, he's got to use he's, he, his his magic is through music. So how's he going to do this quietly? Mm. Great question. Mm. I can't oh. wait to hear it. But they're oh. also in a room of music that changes yes. constantly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's true. Well, might get away with Akili would reply to Guy like, "I will take any sound as a signal, and have your back." That's all he would have said as he um, puts his hand in the pocket where the where the where the where the jewelry was, and just holds it firm in his hand, ready. Fuck it, Guy's gonna go for it. He's just gonna he's just gonna start humming. Which is actually what my mum used to sing to me when I was little, apparently. And hopefully this will make the the arcanist fall asleep. (laughs) Um, And I will cast sleep at... 
I'm just gonna check. Highest level you Yeah, can. I'm just gonna check what levels. Okay, hang on. Oh, fudge, but this is gonna really be upsetting. And we, me and Juna, don't know anything about this. No. <laughs> Gosh, this is gonna really hurt me. Fourth level oh, sleep. Oh no! Yeah. Fourth. Oh no! I forgot this hurts, guy. Oh, fourth, no. fourth level sleep. We need this. As oh. soon as Guy, as as soon as I've heard Guy said that, I've crushed the um, necklace in my pocket. Mm -hmm. That's the thing. As soon as the sinking has started, obviously there's been a small reaction from them because they can hear somebody singing. Yeah. Um, I'll let the spell go off before we roll initiative. Ah! But Fudge. we are like, w this will. This is the start of a combat. Yep. Yes. Yep. Because uh, Gwendolyn and Enkidu were prepped, like ready to like punch as soon as we saw them suspicious do we get like a sneak attack in mm, mm. I'll say because they were also waiting for something Fair. like yeah. they were aware that there were some movements around but I'll say that the two of you are basically stood right there next to them yeah. ready to strike yeah. so you're not having to move around at all okay good yeah sorry I'm just doing some maths here while I just work out how many dice I need to roll so I do 5d8 for level one but I'm doing it at level four, so that's two D eight for each slot above level four, Seven, level nine, one. Eleven. So eleven, be, I think. Yeah, so that's gonna be eleven D eight. Okay. Okay. Oh, here we go. Here Promising. we go. Here and then I'll cast the, the pain die afterwards. Afterwards, yeah. Okay. So, um, who wants to do some maths? Um, two. One. Eight. Eleven. Eight. Um, so eleven plus eight equals nineteen. I've got, I've got you, I've got you. Another eight. Whoa. Yeah. That's 27. Yeah. Yes. Five. 32. One. 30, 33. <laughs> eight. 41. Three. 44. Four. 48. Last one. Seven. 55. Basically, yeah, if that, if that reaches their maximum, then they fall asleep, I think. Mm -hmm. thing. Oh, um, man. Roll the damage on yourself, as that will happen straight away as well. One <laughs> D. Okay, four. Okay, three. Also, Arcanists are uh, like magic one, people, and they don't always have the highest HP. Yeah. Three, yeah. three one, three. Yeah. That's seven. I'm sure they're like you know equivalent level to us, like level eight. So that's probably that's probably enough, isn't it? <laughs> fifteen. So I take fifteen points of damage. You take fifteen Ooh. points of damage. Um, as you conclude your song, they don't fall asleep. Oh. And you're not sure whether or not that's because uh, you've not done enough health or because they're a half-elf who can't be magically put to sleep. <gasps> no, I knew that as well. Oh, oh Gaius. Oh, no. Oh, Chris. <laughs> oh, that's a really oh, bad Chris. thing from me, guys. Oh, no. Oh, no. You... Oh. That's a fourth level spell slot. Fudge. Oh. Oh. So if we could all roll initiative, that'd be great. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, oh, painful mate. in two senses. Let's make some good bad choices, everyone. Let's good go. bad choices, everyone. <laughs> good bad choices. A natural one on the initiative. No. <laughs> oh, I need something better to roll a dice on. That We're well, all you can't die. get a natural one. You can't get a natural one. <gasps> Critical fail initiative. Anyway, Chris is so, excited. So. I got a natural twenty. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Wasted it on initiative. What? <laughs> <laughs> Doesn't count. It's still exciting. It's still exciting to roll natural 20. Yeah. I'm just being a bitch. David, I love that you let us do all that maths. <laughs> of course I did. <laughs> For God's sake. I know, right? Oh, and I love it, though, because you just told us a top tip about half-elves. 
Yeah. And then, oh, for God's uh, sake. I was like, I, mean, I, I don't want to metagame it, but we literally just had this conversation, guys. No, no but, but about charming. About charmed, but no, but it says underneath charm. I'm sure it says, I'm not even going to look. Can't be charmed or magically put to sleep. Can't be charmed yeah. or magically put to sleep. Oh, oh my God, actually, it's staring me yeah. in the face because it's on the interface of the saving throws. Oh, oh man. Oh, wait, no, wait, wait, hang on, hang on. It says A against being charmed. So does that mean advantage? Yes. Advantage, advantage against being yes. charmed and magic can't put you to sleep. Oh, uh, yeah. Fair I mean, these are good things for you as a character. Exactly, as well, yeah. isn't it? No, Grace, but I knew that. That was the point. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, 25 to 20. Um, um, I, got, oh. I got natural 20. Natural 20 for Gaius. Plus 4. Plus 4, 9. And what did Gwendolyn get? Oh, um... N- not not in that one. I just was getting excited. I forgot how an addition worked. <laughs> oh. <laughs> cool. So yeah, guys, as you see a reaction from them, you know at least that you're like, I'm going to do something else, which is great. Uh, 20 to 15. Me. 18. 19 for Oren. And 16 for Juna. Uh, and Kidu then, what did you get? Four. <laughs> <laughs> Natural one. <laughs> Well, Amazing. I might as well use, get that natural one out through initiative. Yeah. And then have a badass spell to back everyone up. So. Exactly. That's how dice work, everybody. Yeah, it is. It's definitely, <laughs> definitely how how yeah. random chards work. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, Gaius, um, having concluded your song, realising, ah, that didn't work, and seeing Ow. them look directly <laughs> over at you, just flash of inspiration, you're like, yeah, and you do something else. What do you do? Uh, I cast Fairy Fire. <gasps> nice. Oh. And I play, I play like a, a couple of chords on my song that play in with the music that's already been playing. So it just adds to the richness of the tone. Um, Glorious. Thank so, you so much. Uh, wow. My my computer composer is going to enjoy that. <laughs> <laughs> so yes, um, they have to make a deck save. Uh, a deck save that was a six altogether. Yep, so they fail. So they are lit up like a Christmas tree, and I'm going to make it a lovely uh, neon blue. Um, that means that they are going to have advantages on attacks against them. Uh, amazing. And then I'm going to take five steps, or I'm going to take ten steps to my right. <laughs> nice. Get out of the way. <laughs> yeah. Uh, cool. Um, are you got anything else? Are you going to use a bonus action or anything? Go on, uh, I will do a bonus action. Gosh, it's been a while since we've done combat, guys. I'm a little bit rusty. I'll say if it if it is a, a noisy bonus action that you'll do it before you move. I'll yeah. give you that benefit of the doubt. I'll also do a um, I'll do a bar, uh, I'll do a bardic inspiration on. Gosh, do I have to see the person? Uh, oh no, that hears you. Okay, great. And I will play some. Uh, and I hope that I will play those chords that will inspire Gwendolyn on her next move so you've got a d8 to whatever you want to do there Gwendolyn and remember Enkido you've got one from before I do and it's a d8 thank you mm-hmm. in which case yeah Gaius you, you play your songs dive out of the way Orin it's your turn I haven't got a clue what I'm doing help nope. okay I'm just gonna do what I... <laughs> I I don't know what's really happening at this point like guys tried to make them go to sleep I've probably not been entirely aware of what's going on with that. Um, guy's now singing. Uh, <laughs> I'm just going to try and get near them and behind them and try and, if I can, manoeuvre myself into a position uh, where I can maybe pull the necklace off their neck in some form in a future moment. 
Cool. You don't want to do it this round. You want to wait for it. I feel like there will be some sort of opening. Can I hold an action <laughs> to uh, yes. attempt to pull the necklace off their neck if I feel like some suitable distraction has occurred? Uh, yes, I will allow that. A scimitar to the neck. <laughs> yes, <laughs> for example that. <laughs> in which case, what I will do is put my hands near the scimitar. <laughs> yeah, right in the way. <laughs> uh, yeah, absolutely. Ready the action. Cool. Uh, so yeah, you sort of edge yourself into the room. Um, you can see Enkidu and Gwendolyn who've kind of bumped into each other to get ready and in position. But you squeeze in just enough that you're like, yeah, I can grab that if an opportunity presents itself. Gwendolyn, it's your turn. Feeling uh, orange sl- slide on in? No, sidle up. That's the word oh, I wanted what? to say. <laughs> what is it? Feeling orange sidle up, Gwendolyn's going to kind of move around to the side a bit. She was going to punch them in the back of the head she's now going to punch them in the side of the head she's got advantage because of fairy fire here we go and you're invisible right yeah i'm invisible was that a kind of a redundant move because actually if you're invisible you've got advantage as well do you Mm, don't think so do you i don't think well i did the two i just rolled then weren't great so i'm going to use my bardic inspiration as well to add on to it so that puts me up to a 22 to hit Ooh. 22 does hit. Mm, Boom. Nice. Um, so yeah, the rules for invisibility. Attack rolls against the creature have disadvantage and the creature's attack rolls have advantage. But you kind of secured the kind of double advantage in case the invisibility dropped. Yeah. yeah. Well done. Also means Aggie, you know, if I got Aggie out the bag, like she'd have advantage now. So that's good. Sure. Yeah. And the slug. <laughs> and the slug. So that's eight points of damage. Amazing. I've got a second attack. I'm going in for it. Okay. 19 to hit. 19 does hit, yeah. Great. That is um, nine points of damage. And then I'm going to flurry a blows it with a key point to make two unarmed strikes my bonus action. Go for it. Uh, 13. Doesn't hit, unfortunately. Yeah, that's fair. Let's see how the other one does. 17. 17 just hits. Okay. Yeah, as um, like the first couple have like got on the back of their head as they're sat there, um, they've started standing up, which means you miss the third. Yeah. Uh, like turn to see where these punches are coming from. You just get them in the gut. Yeah. <laughs> uh, with uh, six points of damage. Nice. Punch, 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 punch. Uh, are you moving anywhere? That'll give them an opportunity type, but they'll have disadvantage on their opportunity because I'm invisible. They can't see you anyway. Can't see me. So, yeah, I'm going to kind of step back because I don't know what else is going to be flying at them from um, my uh, buddies. So, yeah, I'm going to... Uh, is there just one door in the room, David? So there's the one you came in and one that leaves, but the like on the other opposite wall. Uh, but that one is closed. How close am I to that? Uh, five feet, ten feet? Yeah, I want to make my way there because I want to see what's through there. Cool, cool, cool. Uh, are you going to open it or just leave it closed? I can't because I've got no actions left. Oh, sure. I'm just going to stand near it, see yeah. see how this plays out. Um, you can see that as you do move out, they do kind of like wave a hand to try to stop any like further incoming punches. Uh, but obviously you've moved out of the way and they seem more confused as to <laughs> where the damage <laughs> is coming from yeah. than trying to hit you. Uh, but yeah, you do. You sidle, sidle yourself over to that door. Um, it is then Juna's turn. Um, I have I have a couple of quick questions. Mm-hmm. I know what I want to do. If I cast message, mm-hmm. that's um, that's like a spell on my turn now, isn't it? Yes. 
And my other question is, do I have any indication as to where anyone else is around this person? Um, you've heard Gaius's music, mm-hmm. and you've just seen them being punched. Like, but I don't know where Enkidu. I don't know where. I mean, I couldn't assume that's. I don't know where Orin or Enkidu are. Um, if I cast my other question is, if I cast message, is the reply part of that spell, or do I need to wait for that person's turn to hear back from them? That's that, it's part of the spell. In that case, I am going to cast uh, both message and chromatic orb using two sorcery points to cast quicken spell, so that oh, I can yes. message to Orin. Uh, where can I aim a chromatic orb on this person without hurting us? Please. To Orin. Um, is there a clear path from where Juna is? Um, yeah, I'll say Juna's kind of like back away from the sofa a little bit, down by one of the paintings further in the room. Gwendolyn has managed to somehow avoid Juna in getting to that other door. Okay. Uh, so, there, yeah, I'll say there is a clear angle if you step out of the way. Or, like, have a small duck, basically. A small duck? It's a clue. <laughs> <laughs> We're on the path. No, get that, get that teaspoon. <laughs> um, Here it is. You found the answer to the duck hunt. Okay, so <laughs> if, I, truth. if I feel like I... Oh, I mean, I mean, can you I can duck? message back whatever you want, Orin. That's your prerogative. Yeah. So I feel like if Juno aims with me where I am currently, I might get hit. It's going to be a like almost like three quarters cover for the arcanist. But also, you would have seen that I haven't moved. If you wanted, to yeah, exactly. It's it's more that Orin has to get out of the way, like take a small step, and then the, the spell can fire off. Okay, am I able to do that on Juna's turn? <laughs> yeah, I'll say unless. Um, what I will say because you readied an action to grab the thing, I will allow you to use that instead to duck out of the way. Uh, oh, sorry. Oh, Gina That's doesn't know right. what you're up to. Yeah, so. you don't know. Um, I will. Uh, yeah, I, I will. I will duck out the way and say clip. Then Gina is going to. Do I have to decide before I cast the spell what level it's going to be? Yeah. Yeah. I think I'm gonna because we've got advantage on this person, right? Mm-hmm. You do. Yeah. So I think I'm gonna cast chromatic orb at third level and go hell for leather with this if this is the plan. Do. So, uh, 21. Hmm? Hell 21 yes. 21 hits. Nice. Yeah. Nice. A hit. A palpable hit. Um, so, I'm going to choose poison damage, I think. Oh, lovely. Because it feel, feels like it could have come from the food and from the shambling mound. And blah, blah, blah. So, 5d8. <laughs> <laughs> she was trying to make herself like feel like feel that better. Shamley Mound was really what did yeah. it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so nine mm-hmm. plus five is uh, 14. 16 damage. Amazing. What does it look like when that comes out? So I think it looks like uh, like really like green, disgusting goop lightning. <laughs> that sort of splashes them in the head. <laughs> sure. A bit like sick. Oh. <laughs> Projectile vomit. Yeah. Oh. Lightning. Amazing stuff. Um, cool. <laughs> Are you doing anything else on your turn? Are you moving out of the way? Um, how how close am I here? I've lost track. It's not that big a room, so you're really only about sort of five to seven feet away from them, like behind the sofa, I'll say. Um, backed up more into one of the corners 
I would say Juna's going to sort of flatten herself back on one of the walls in that case, thinking if someone else is going in, then she's sort of out of their way. Cool, absolutely. Yeah. Um, in which case, it's their turn. Uh, the first thing that happens is the trigger, Orin, on their hand of this evocation uh, magic reveals itself in which this glowing blade suddenly shoots out of their palm and they're holding it. Um, This silvery, steel-like thing and in a kind of like not quite being able to see anyone, not knowing what or who to target, there's a flash of speed as they start bouncing to each of the locations that they've like teleporting-wise heard or been hit and they are swinging this blade out each time. So Mm. they've like bounced over to where Gaius had made a noise, can't hit anything, back to where Gwendolyn had been standing at the sofa, sw- swings out, again, didn't hit anyone, um, where to, where Juna had fired out her, her gloopy lightning, and again, missing, and it's just sort of bouncing between these locations for a moment until he come to a stop outside in the ballroom, uh, and they just start backing up slowly into the wider space. Grace here, keeping you updated with all things No Small Roles related. We had a blast recording the first No Small Questions of 2023 this week. Daryl and Chris spilt the tea to superfan Hannah, and we had a lovely hangout with some of our patrons after the recording. Look out for NSQ episode 16 in your podcast feeds next Sunday. The wonderful Ben Galpin is back on tour with dragons and mythical beasts, but this time in America. Yes, that is right. Listeners in the USA, this is your chance to actually get to see one of us in real life. Ben will be touring until early April, so check out the dates and venues for his magical family show in our show notes. We hope the new year is treating you well so far, dear listeners. Perhaps you're listening to us as part of your new running schedule or whilst you're spring cleaning or just having some well-deserved downtime. Perhaps you might want to help us with our New Year's resolution to help more new listeners find No Small Roles. We would be super grateful if you would take a moment to review us on iTunes and Podchaser, as well as rating us on Spotify. You can also give us a shout out on social media at No Small Roles on Twitter and Instagram and simply searching No Small Roles on Facebook. And if you want to chat with us, the superfans and your fellow crumpets, don't forget you can join our Discord server too. Link is in the show notes. That's all from me for now. Let's get you back to the action. It is Enkidu's turn. Oh my gosh, so they're teleported out of the room and into the ballroom. Mm-hmm. Um, Magic. That's fine, that's fine. The glittery dust of the uh, of the ballroom floor, wherever it is that they step. <gasps> yeah. That's fine. Um, run out into the ballroom, uh, um, of course. Um, and as I run, I bring the crushed jewellery back out from my pocket. Um, and a single tear will drop from my eye into my palm. And I'll whisper, brethren of my bond, answer my call. And a shadow will just spill out from my invisible form and in front of the arcanist and pull as I cast summon shadow spawn oh, uh, <laughs> oh my gosh that's some like <laughs> what's the guy from um, the frog the princess and the frog 
Oh, oh that dude. Yeah. That's like some. That's some like. Um, oh, what's he called? Yeah. The Shadow Man. The Shadow Man. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. Yeah, I cast Summon Shadow Spawn and I say to it, "Make them fear us." As this bipedal figure rises up out of the ground, um, monstrous shape. I don't know who it is, what it, um, but it obeys my commands, um, and it takes its turn after my initiative. So I summon that thing. It's summoned in fear mode, which determines its actions. Okay. And that's my action, and my bonus action is to use Hexblade's Curse on the Arcanist. Oh, that is how you do Warlock, everyone. (laughs) (laughs) It would now also be the Shadow Spawn's turn, because it takes its turn after my initiative. Just to check, after summoning it, do you stay where you are, do you move? I stay where I am. I stay just before the ballroom. Okay. I don't, like, kind of enter out into the floor, but, like, I summon the spirit ahead of Mm -hmm. me. Cool, absolutely. I stay in the door. (laughs) Stand in the door. I stand in the doorway. It's uh, in which case it's the shadow spawns turn. Yeah. Yep. What are they doing? Um, wow. first it's going to use chilling rend. Mm. What is this all of this? Um, so it gets two for the level that I summoned it, which it's automatically level four. It gets it gets two attacks every turn. Nice. First attack is chilling rend. That's not good. Uh, <laughs> I think that misses. Um, yeah, that's a ten. Misses that. Yeah, ten doesn't hit, unfortunately. Um, as as the only visible enemy and enemy yeah. target, the uh, the arcanist, yeah, sees this uh, this creature attack, steps straight out of the way because it's like, okay, finally I can see a thing, I can deal <laughs> <Yeah>. with this. <laughs> <laughs> it will have to use another one because I was going to do something else, but um, it will do it again. Mm-hmm. Oh no, that's terrible as well. It's not looking good. That's a that's a that's a twelve. Twelve doesn't hit either. Um, yeah, again, the Arcanist is just, with that slightly magically enhanced speed, is just sort of drifting out of uh, out of its reach each time. Yeah. And how well lit is the ballroom? Uh, it's bright. So it's because uh, it's daytime, the okay. very large windows with no curtains from the inside, at least, um, is letting in full daylight into the ballroom. Fine. It's out there. It's It's got their attention. So that's all it's got, unfortunately. Damn it. <laughs> I mean, it's something, though. It's a, it's a target for them to play with. Yep. Um, it is then Gaius's turn. Gaius will cast um, Hold Person at second level. And just for our listeners' benefit, I did roll a dice, and that's uh, from my previous round when I did a first level spell of Fairy Fire. Wait, yeah. And I took four more damage off of that. So. Excuse me, I'm really sorry. Um, mm. Didn't roll advantage because it is a Fairy Fire was successful, wasn't it? Oh, do you know what? I was oh, going to ask yeah. if you'd done that, and yeah. then I was like, no, I, I zoned out, and you must have spoken about it. Well, we'll take we'll take both of those as the first attack then. So the first attack fails. Yeah, roll the second one. Roll the second attack. As as a straight roll. No, do it at advantage. Uh, natural 13 plus 6 is 19. 19 does hit. Okay, Yay. good. All right, so we do get one hit off. <laughs> okay, cool. Yeah. Uh, I'm vindicated. So is... <laughs> 1d12 plus 3 plus 4. 10, 13, 17 points of damage. Um, yep, and that's cold damage. Very nicely done. Cool. Are they attacking with a, a sword, with a, a claw? What's the shadow spawn attack with? It's a, it's a claw. Nice. So yeah, it just gets them like as it's sort of darting out of the uh, the arcanist is darting out one way. This claw comes like in a back swipe and just catches them across the cloak. Great, Gaius, what are you doing? Um, I am going to cast hold person at second level. 
Oh, yes. Nice. Yes, yes, yes. So that's a wisdom saving throw of 15, buddy. That is a natural 20, unfortunately. Oh, like every time I've tried to hold personal on anyone, it's never worked. It's, it's, a, yeah, it's, it's such a good idea as well. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right, fine. And then I will run as fast as I can into the ballroom and then bank left. Mm-hmm. So I'm, bet- I'm between, in theory, in my head, I'm between them and the door that leads to the uh, interior. Yeah, into like the gallery yeah, portrait yeah. space. Absolutely. Um, it is then Orin's turn. David. Orin. The scrying orby things in every room. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm assuming there is one in the music room and one in the ballroom. Yep. Yep. And do I have an idea how these kind of things work? They're scrying. Presumably they're connected to someone. And that someone, I'm just thinking, is possibly not the person in the room with us at the moment. Yeah, quite possibly. Yeah. Okay. So Orin thinks, uh-oh, we're on a ticking clock for getting this done. And uh, credit to Chris for having that discussion with me in the DMs just now where we <laughs> get this one out. Um, so Orin is, how far away is the uh, arcanist, please, from Orin? Just uh, about 25 feet, 30 feet. 25 or 30? <laughs> I'll say 25. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> kind of in a straight line. It, to be honest, you can from beyond the shadow spawn, kind of like fighting them in the ballroom. Uh, yeah. From the music room through the door, you have a clear sight of them without moving. Okay, we're just going for this. I would like to run in and attempt to grab the amulet off them. <laughs> okay. Uh, can you make? Mm, how do we want to do this? Do we want to do it? Well, I'll ask you, how aggressive do you want to do it? Do you want to like almost like tackle them and get it off? Do you want no. to try That's to be a little bit sneaky and like sleight of hand it off? Yeah. yeah, I'll let you either sleight of hand it or make it a a, a grapple attack. Which would you prefer? I, I mean, I would like to go down the sleight of hand route. I guess my question is, mm-hmm. is there any chance that... Orin, in his, um, in his smith's tools or thieves' tools or tinker's tools that he has on him, mm. has some sort of little implement <laughs> that he can just like use for like hooking and unhooking bits of yeah. metal. Um, I'll say there's a tool involved. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> a full chisel to the. Face. Is it still a sleight of hand check? Or... Um, it's still a sleight of hand, I'd say. Okay. Mostly is it's kind of like try it. And again, I don't know how obvious you want to be with it. As as non-obvious as possible. Yeah, so it's more sleight of hand. Sleight so of as hand. they're like yeah. dancing around this other creature, this yeah. shadowy creature that Enkidu's just summoned, <laughs> um, to get it off without them noticing as well. Yeah, it's going to be sleight of hand. There you go. I rolled a natural one. Oh, no! Oh, I can't tell you how much I was rooting for this to work, Ben. <laughs> oh, okay, in which case, for a natural one, I will say that they use their reaction. As you kind of, like, dart round, grab the back of the amulet. Um, it's just as they kind of, like, try to move out of the way of another attack of this shadow spawn that they, like, the, the amulet, like, tugs at their neck and they're going to make an opportunity attack directly yep. at you, especially yeah, if you're, fair. like, holding the end of it. That's entirely fair. I'm holding something on their neck. So that is... Oh, that's a 16. 
Okay, I'm going to be entirely fair here. Yeah. My armor class is 16, but that's with a shield. I can't be holding a shield while I'm doing this. So I'm going to say my AC is 14 at the moment. I mean, that's very fair of you. You don't I have mean, to say I mean, let's be honest. I can't hold a shield and just say Yeah, but if it, if it matches that... your AC as well, then you're here regardless. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, it means I'll it find it. Here anyway. Um, <laughs> stand by. I mean, that is very nice to... on being fair, but unless you're going to cast yeah. shields or something. I will cast shield. Yeah, there you go. Um, oh, am I going to cast shields? No, I'm not going to cast shields. No, 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 no. We're not going to waste it on this. You're going to take the damage? Yeah, take the damage. Okie dokie. My AC is 14 left for the moment, let's see. I mean, you know, I say I'm going to take the damage now. Orin dies. And we don't know where he is because we can't see. Yep. Oh, God. Oh, you'll see no. his body when he dies. I'm going to cast shield. Sorry. You are going to cast shield. I'm going to cast shield. I don't want to get hit because I'm going to lose concentration on detect magic. Ooh, okay. So I've cast shield, so my AC is seven, uh, 19. Which means you don't get hit. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Sorry. If cool. you get hit, you lose concentration on whatever you're concentrating on. Well, you've got to roll a concentration roll a check. concentration check. Okay. <laughs> Sorry, that was back and forward on that one, but I think no, I don't want to get fine. hit. No, that's fine. That was whilst I, was, I hadn't announced any damage, and it yeah. would have been a hefty amount of damage, so good. probably good thing that you cast the shield good. there. Good. Um, yeah, uh... And there is a brief moment. How does your shield appear? What does your shield look like? Oh, such a good question. Um, I mean, I guess it's all invisible, but uh, <laughs> um, I think it's like a little, like, suddenly rapidly expanding little, like, almost like a little umbrella. That's uh, <laughs> <laughs> like, no one can see it but him. Um, well, well, I'll say because it's a magical effect, it will be seen. Ah, um, no, but shield is invisible. <laughs> oh, can shield, is shield an invisible yeah. thing? Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, nice. A nice little invisible umbrella that pops up in front of yeah. him. Yeah. But I think he has, like, a little, like, umbrella thing that, um, uh, yeah, like, pops out, like, little invisible spokes. I almost want, like, like to imagine that his little tattoo um, kind of powers up to help protect it. Like, it's almost yes. like, ooh, as a sudden reaction-y type thing. Yes, yes, yes. I love that. Yeah, so his tattoo suddenly powers up, springs to life and stops it nice um cool i would then like to move as far away as i can with the remaining i think five foot of movement i have left yeah are you going to move back towards like the windows and the back wall or are you going to move more towards uh, to the left or the right the windows and the back wall is continuing the direction i've just traveled in yeah yeah or i will continue the direction i've just traveled in nice but just so if he decides to swing where i was five seconds ago i'm not there <laughs> yeah exactly uh, so, it is then Gwendolyn's turn. Okay, how far away am I? Uh, you're probably about 30 feet, which actually isn't as easy to get to for you. Not as easy? No, as in, like, because you can move faster, it oh. is as easy. It is as easy for me. Yes, it is. <laughs> um, okay. I guess, like, from where I was, I would have been able to see a tug at the neck? Yeah, I'll say that. i say that everybody has seen the reaction of, like them trying to move the necklace being tugged and them swinging into an invisible nothing yeah. beside them would me me could I count my trying to pull the necklace off as an attack yeah I'll allow that actually I'll allow that as an attack I shall run in and I shall try and pull off the the amulet of access as an attack then in that case we still got fairy fire yeah yeah are you I'll say that you can use your, one of your attacks for them but whether or not you want to do it stealthily like with a sleight of hand or whether or not you just want to be full uh, brazen yanking it off their neck try stealth of hand first 
Cool. Yeah. So for for each of the the attacks that you would normally do, basically, yeah, make a sleight of hand check. Sleight of hand, and then stealth of hand. Stealth of hand. Yeah, you can. Uh, yeah, for each of your normal attacks, uh, you can either make a sleight of hand check to yank it off, or a a, a, a normal like grapple. Attack. I'm gonna try sleight of hand first. Let's see how it goes. Is it advantage? And yeah, you do have advantage on the grapple attacks because they're attacks, but not the stealth check, uh, the sleight of hand checks. Not the sleight of hand checks. Okay, well, in that case, let's say that I did an attack then, first one, because I rolled <laughs> advantage anyway. Oh, sure. Uh, and that's a 17. 17. Doesn't quite get it. Okay, with my um, second attack, I'll try and yank harder. Yeah, you can see, like, at having realizing what's happening, like, one hand is, like, holding on to the other end of the amulet. <laughs> yeah, any pretense of this is gone. <laughs> okay, this time I come in with a 21. 21. It gets it off the top of their head. Like, they've got one hand on the end of the amulet, but you yank it up so that it is over their head. They're holding on to one end, you're holding on to the chain at the other. Okay, so we both got in our hands still. Yeah. yeah. Okay, so in that one hand I've got it... it- in, can I then spend another key point for another flurry of blows to basically punch their other hand off holding it? Absolutely, yeah. Great. Okay, nope. But 18? 18 hits, yeah. 18 hits. Yeah! So yeah. that is... Uh, let me do some damage. I suppose would I have done damage with the other one? Not if you were trying them No, more. I'm trying to do a different thing, yeah. Yeah. Um, that's a nine points of damage to their hand that's holding Amazing. The I will say that is enough. Like, you get it right in the wrist. And, like, their whole hand spasms oh. and just releases the end of the, uh, the amulet. Woo! So it swings down. And for the brief moment, it's in your hand alone. It's just dangling in the air. Whether or not you want to hit them again before it disappears or just move, that is up to you. Uh, I want to just move because I've used all my attacks. Because uh, the first <laughs> of my flurry of blows uh, wasn't good enough to even say out loud. Um, <laughs> okay. So it's yeah. not even worthy of the podcast. Uh, I will use my um, remaining fifteen uh, to move away from them in the direction of Pellegrini. Okay, nice. That, that that I've worked out in my head is like the closest, like the best door to try and get me down the lowest. Yeah. So Do you know I, what I was... meant to say there? Because I know I know what you mean. So like said. it would basically be the same door <laughs> to the gallery that you what you went okay. through before to lead to the stairs. Um, going that way which Gaius is in that direction so just a heads up you might bump into him if... cool useful <laughs> if I do yeah might message me yeah so Gaius <laughs> from your perspective you've seen the amulet like come off of the neck of the thing it's disappeared uh, and then or like sort of as it's disappeared, it's moved in a very speedy fashion toward you. <laughs> I love that guys doesn't know who's got that. Like, yeah. Yeah. somebody's got it. It's it's oh. moving in your direction. Could be the faceless footmark. <laughs> <laughs> Juna, it's your turn. Uh, do I see what Gwen has just done? Yes. Yeah, I'll say so. Cool. Um, so then, um, in that case, uh, Juna is going to message to Gwen and say, was that you? Do you have the amulet? Uh Shall we follow you down the stairs? Yes, I have the amulet. Uh, we also still need to deal with this person. I just... I have it. I'm going that right direction. I'm not sure what we should do. Should I still punch? I've probably said too much. Juna <laughs> <laughs> um, can't reply quite as liberally in combat as she can normally. Um, 
I'm going to spend the sorcery points to reply to Gwendolyn. I think we need mm -hmm. some sort of plan, don't we? Um, I think June is going to say, I think we should head down to Pellegree. Um, what do you want to do? <laughs> well, you can do Zone of Truth and the probing of the mind. Maybe we keep making our way there and leave the boys to deal with this person. The lad lads. Juno doesn't reply because I've used... I, so so I used message and then used mm -hmm. um, quicken spell again and used my sorcery points to send the second message. But I, I'm out of messages. Juno is going to use uh, her full movement to move uh, near the door. She's also become <laughs> very aware that if she is hit, she's going to need to make a concentration check, whatever that means within world, and really does not want her concentration <laughs> to drop. Amen. So she's quite keen to like keep away. Amazing. So like, yeah, sort of darting into the ballroom, but skirting along the edge of it towards yeah. the same door that <laughs> guys and Gwendolyn are running at. Yeah. Invisible people running at each other. I can't wait. I I just I just love that Orin is watching everything unfold, but can do nor say nothing. <laughs> <laughs> Good luck, fan artists. It's it's so different doing this in combat, isn't it? Than like last episode where we were mm. like had a bit more freedom. Yeah, of it. yeah. You're suddenly like I want to reply. I also want to like throw something at them whilst I pass but I can't <laughs> sorry everyone just pulling up the um, the spells I need oh god oh good sweet baby Jesus sweet baby David so um, daddy be good to us we've <laughs> <laughs> been bad I know but daddy <laughs> <laughs> that sounded oddly yeah. sexual. There was no oddly about that. <laughs> oh, uh, yeah, completely sexual. Yeah. As uh, they are dancing around uh, this sort of shadow spawn, uh, they have a moment where they just jump back far enough and not sure what else to do, mutter some words, points a finger into the centre of the room. Fuck. Um, and this sort of this reddish glow starts to build in their hands. Oh no! Oh. And this is a fireball. Fireball. <laughs> Fireballs no. off into the middle of the room. Do they do they jump away from the shadow sword? Yes, just Opportunity enough. Opportunity attack. Please do. Um, it's just one, isn't it? It's our first fireball of the campaign, gang. First fireball <laughs> of the campaign. You always remember your first one. Um, 18 to hit. 18 does hit, yeah. <gasps> Take him. Take him. Well, that's Take good. Him down. Nine plus four. 16 points of cold damage. Take them down. Nice. Them 16 down. points of cold damage. This thing is strong, dude. Well, I mean, they're looking, they are looking hurt. Their robe is getting tattered and torn. With oh, this no. Shadow creature coming at them. Uh, but this, uh, yeah, this, this blasting fireball shoots into the middle of the room like sort of sucks in for a moment and then explodes out um can I will say everybody apart from Enkidu and Orin so Juna oh. Gaius Gwendolyn and the Shadowspawn can you all make dexterity saving throws oh, please no. oh I didn't roll that attack at advantage oh I mean you hit anyway um check it's not a natural 20 check it's not a natural 20 nah it wasn't a natural 20 <laughs> okay cool uh yeah so um you are after a... And this is not at advantage, is it? Not at advantage, just because it's an area of effect spell. Um, 17 for deck save. 11. Uh, 13 for the Shadow Spawn. 14 for Juna. Nice. So, um, 
I'll grow some damage. Gaius is the only one that saved. It was a 17 that you needed to meet. Ooh. Everybody else is going to take this full damage. Uh, Gaius, you're going to take half. Oh, God. Here we go, everybody. Hold your breaths. Try not to die whilst I roll these dice. So, Juna, Gwendolyn, and the Shadow Spawn all take 35 points of fire damage. <gasps> and Gaius takes 17. Oh my god. As this, yeah, and like the walls are suddenly like lit up. There's uh, like edges of fire all around the like mezzanine balcony above <sighs> you. Uh, the chandelier itself is caught by this magical fire as like light is refracting all across the room. Uh, with it and yeah those of you that are here are kind of like knocked back a little bit as this heat this searing heat singes your skin juna does not look great she looks like that could not happen to her again uh can juna make a concentration check please well how do i make a concentration check so it's a it's a constitution check um and you need to roll higher than a 17 it's a con saving throw i'm just going to say just in case your con, con saving, saving throw, throw is higher even, than your check. better it is but it does mean i don't have uh my second chance. Oh no. It is. Oh no. <gasps> oh no. Twelve. Oh, oh no. Hang on. Doesn't that save? Isn't it above, above ten for a, for a concentration? Mm-mm. No, no, it's, it's half above the ten damage. or half the damage. Five. Whichever's higher. Whichever's higher. Yeah. So. There's nothing I yeah, can Juna, do, is there? As you're kind of thrown back, you drop oh. this slug, which instantly. <laughs> erupts out into the form of Petrogranius, who rolls onto the floor, uh, looking panicked, surprised, uh, and, you know, lucky that they're not burnt up as well. So no bit so of singeing got... on the pocket that they were in? A small in... bit of singeing, but uh, they, they were largely protected by Juna, unfortunately, mm. at that point. It okay. is... We've got a shadow spawn, a faceless footman, an arcanist throwing it's... fireballs. Oh, good! <laughs> That's what we needed in this situation. It only ever <laughs> needs to escalate quickly. Um, so yeah, the uh, the <laughs> the arcanist seeing Petra suddenly appear uses their movement to rush over to them, and like again stands guard almost over the body, <gasps> looking again very confused as to how Petra's just popped out into existence. Okay. But it is Enkidu's turn. Um, they're close to. Are they close to me now? No. Oh, so Petra, no. Yeah. So they've rushed over. So they're basically between like the Gaius, Gwendolyn, Juna space. They're, they're towards the door, toward the gallery. And you're stood in the door to the music room. So yeah, about 15 feet away from you. Yeah, I'm going to have to enter the room, mm-hmm. um, unsheathe the scimitar, and just like try to swipe, their, swipe at their neck. <laughs> Go for it. <laughs> Advantage on each swipe, two attacks. That's a natural one, but it's an advantage. It's an advantage for the first strike. <laughs> Uh, okay, good. So it is 18, 19 to hit for the first one. 19 hits. Yay. 13 points of force damage. 13, lush. For the first one. Okay, cool, 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 cool. Um, second attack. Oh, that that's terrible. Um, the highest one was a f- natural 5, plus 7, plus 1. So that's a 13. I'm going to use Bardic Inspiration. Oh, I might get it with Bardic Inspiration. Nice. That's a, that's a six. Which so brings you up to six. 19. Yeah, 19. That hits. Amazing. Oh, my God. That's a six on the die. Uh, plus, th- oh, plus four is 10. Plus three is another 13. I'm trying to cut her head off. <laughs> yeah. 
Oh, Petra, uh, uh, the faceless footman. No, no, no. Um, the arcanist. The arcanist. Oh, their that head. We definitely don't want to. Their head. That yeah. we definitely don't want to <laughs> kill. Non-lethal. Non-lethal. <laughs> cool. I mean, they're looking very hurt, especially with these uh, these slices coming out of nowhere. Mm-hmm. Um, are you going to stay there? Or are you going to dance back a little bit? Um, I'm going to. They've da- actually already used their. Oh yeah, these are. Oh no, they haven't. They've had their turn since, so they do have a reaction. If I move. Uh, well, I mean, they can't see you, so they'd have to make a check before they attack if they decide to. Uh, it's fine. I'll stay where I am. Mm-hmm. Um, and, like, obviously, following up that attack, which ends my turn, because I don't want to use anything else, the Shadow Spore will run over <laughs> and finish the job. Go, Shadow Spore! I mean, have you seen this thing? This thing looks cool. Let's try not to kill them. But the first one's going to be Chilling Rend. Mm-hmm. That's a natural 18. 18 hits. Plus a lot of things. Um, so it's like a 26. Um, well, it definitely has that, yeah. So that is... 7 plus 4. 11. 11. Thank you. So it's 11 points of cold mm-hmm. damage. They're really not looking good, but they're still standing. They're still standing. Yep. Oh man, they're gonna just use the other hand and like just like open palm, just like shut their jaw, just in, like a knockout blow. <laughs> oh my gosh. Oh, that's, that's a low roll. Seven. There are no small rolls. It's mm-hmm. my spell attack. <laughs> my spell attack. Only small dice. Tiny, tiny dice. <laughs> uh, seven plus six is 13. Doesn't hit, unfortunately. Uh, yeah, that one they do manage to parry uh, with their with their uh, silvery blade. Um, that is fine. That's 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 all it has got. Mm-hmm. So um, Petrogranius stands up off the floor, mm-hmm. um, like sort of holding on to the Arcanist. Kind of looks at them for a moment. From uh, Enkidu, especially stood right there watching. Mm. You can see that the uh, Petra is. He suddenly just rummaged through some pockets without the arcanist noticing. <gasps> um, realizes that the amulet is not there, uh, and you see that sort of Petra kind of stand behind, almost using the arcanist as a human shield. Um, however, the next thing that you see is a small blade just pierced through the neck of this person. Oh, of the arcanist. Of the arcanist. Oh. Uh, which then pops slightly as this blade splits into three <gasps> and just decapitates the arcanist. Oh, oh my god. Yes. Um, oh. And then Petra kind of stood there <laughs> with this blade in hand, takes a few steps back, looking around the room, and says, Okay, I didn't appreciate being a slug, but I feel like we're not on opposite sides. So, what's the game, everybody? <laughs> are we still in an initiative? I mean, they've killed the person we were fighting. <laughs> They're kind of, yeah, ready, but it's up to you what you what you do. It goes back up to Gaius if, oh, if we are going into gosh. initiative. Fuck. Sorry. I want to do something, but it's gonna, it might cost me something dearly. <gasps> How are you looking with all your... Magical damage. Gaius pack. Gaius casts polymorph. <gasps> <laughs> he, casts, he casts polymorph. 
I love it. Do it. Yes. Yes. <laughs> um, he casts Polymorph, and uh, okay. that means then that they've got to make a wisdom saving throw, I believe. Wisdom save. <laughs> Shapeshifter. Okay, okay. Okay. That is a 17. Oh, my oh. God. No. Can you roll, then, the damage for yourself? Yep. Oh, mate. Oh. You had to try? Yeah, you did have to try. Oh, my God. Okay, good to know. Excellent. <laughs> Gaius dies. <laughs> uh, Gaius, yeah. How, how are you looking, Gaius? How are you looking? Well, no one can see me, so shall I tell? Well, Orin can. Orin can. I can. You can whisper to me if you want. Do you want to whisper in the chat? No, Orin can see, like, deep bruises around his neck and his face, and there is, like, blood dripping from his eyes and his <gasps> nose. Uh... Yeah. Mm. And just to add to it, guys, for you specifically, your butt cheek is aching no end. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yes. like, you really feel like that whole muscle is just getting tighter and tighter. With like, it's, it's making it hard to walk. Oh, to be honest no. with you. Yep. Yep. No. Oh my god. No. Yeah. Sort of. They. The. The uh, Petra kind of spins and is like, no, 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 no more of that. No more of that. Come on. What's going on? Are we heading downstairs or? Oren, it's your turn. Okay, can you just revise me where everyone is currently? Mm -hmm. So they're basically all in a group over by the door. Um, The door to the gallery. So Petra is uh, back up and away. Gaius is closest to the door. Uh, Gwendolyn and Juna. Juna's more along the wall. Gwendolyn's sort of crossing the room toward it. And then Enkidu and the Shadow uh, Spawn had moved up into that space as well just to, uh, to to attack the Arcanist. And obviously then the Arcanist's headless body is lying on the floor currently. Oh my goodness. The door to the gallery. So that's like the corridor one that leads to the foyer. Exactly. And we need to get through there to the foyer and then down the stairs and then down the secret stairs. Mm-hmm. Yep. And currently it doesn't look like the faceless footman has any idea where any of us are. Uh, they're keeping much more of an eye on the shadow spawn that they can see than <laughs> necessarily anyone else. But they're kind of aware that somebody was just attacking the uh, the arcanist there. They they know that they've appeared from a certain direction to turn from being a slug into a person again. So they have an awareness that there are people near the door, yeah. but they they yeah they're not looking at anyone directly. I'm just wondering whether we can all just sneak away. <laughs> um... So, sorry, how near am I to the door? I'm not that near the door. No, you're probably about 20 feet away. Hmm. Hmm, hmm, hmm. Okay, David. Hmm. <laughs> David, can I do my best impression of Gus? What? Um, from the tavern. Sure. <laughs> Rogue, I love it. You can. <laughs> I was trying to think of just a person that we've encountered... That leaves no trace to who we are. Arun will do his best impression of Gus and say out loud, uh, Are you working for the children of Havoc? Um, and then we'll peg it 25, no, 30 foot towards the door so that hopefully wherever that sound has just come from of him asking the question is not related to where Orin now is. Amazing. Yep. Um, and they do, they kind of spin, frown, kind of like, Yeah? Yeah, obviously, gonna save my friend. I assume that's the end of my turn. <laughs> Gwendolyn? Oh no. Okay, 
So where I am, mm -hmm. there is a door through to the office. Uh, to the gallery, to the portrait and, gallery. Gallery, and then, but there was also the door through to the office as well. Was another door. That's that we came down the other end of the ballroom. Other yeah. end of the ballroom. Okay. Through the conference room. All right. Yeah, yeah. So you go through the conference room at the other end of the ballroom to the office. Is the door to the gallery open? No. Okay. How, sorry, David, how near to that door did I get on my... Right up to it, yeah. If you want to be stood at the door. I mean, not in the way of the door. Yeah, but... you've used enough movement to get there. Yeah. Uh, I don't know where Junior is. I don't know where Guy is. So I can't heal anyone. I just don't know where they are. Did you say that she bumped into me, David? She's about to. Yeah, if Gwendolyn carries on moving toward the door, she's going to find herself start to touch people. Okay. So I suppose, okay, this is going on, but the last conversation Gwendolyn had was with Duna, which was, let's go and do this thing. She's also fully aware that a fireball will have caused great damage. She has cure wounds uh, from her tattoo. So she is going to move in the direction of the door mm -hmm. and basically see who the first crispy person she finds is. <laughs> Can you make a perception check? You walk forward like hands outstretched and find yourself touching two separate moving bodies. <laughs> okay. I want you to make a perception check to see which one's warmer. Yeah, which is the crispiest? <laughs> like, which one is the most in need? Uh, they are called Children of Havoc, aren't they? I haven't just made up that name. Mm. Yeah, that's what mm -hmm. I mean. yeah. David, I, I know you said perception check, but I do have a plus yeah. five to medicine. <laughs> And I'm just wondering if actually it really would be my medical skills that I would be using to determine which were the more in need body. You're pan fried and you're deep fried. <laughs> <laughs> These are different medical terms. Um, I know I'm I reaching. I will allow here. it because you're trying to do it to help somebody uh, like see yes, damage on so people. So I would be using my assessment through my hands. <laughs> yes. So you, I'll say rather than looking for warmth then, you're looking for like oozing blood. Okay. <laughs> wow. yes. Oozing blood and burnt skin. So The most ooziest. Whoever it is that you're grabbing is... Yeah, is going to yeah. be the person with the lowest hit point. Yeah, as well, yeah, yeah. Potentially is the one that I'm going to choose the look. Who's going to have the yeah the stickier? So uh, depends on how yeah. Bloodier touch. So that's a fourteen in that case for my medicine check there for my ooze check. In which case I will say that yeah your hand lands you feel first of all a slightly smaller person that you're like uh, okay not as small as Juna, not as tall as Gaius must be Orin, uh, and your other hand lands on Gaius who, yeah, is not in a good way. So you feel the wince and the pain almost emanate off of him. You almost hear him, like, <laughs> as you, Ooh. as your hand touches him. Okay, my friend does not feel good. They feel really crispy and not well. Um, so Gwendolyn, having no idea how this is truly going to work, she kind of puts her hand on her crispy friend and tries to channel Juna in a way of being, like, in her head, she's like, all right, let's make this work. <laughs> Breathe in the flower. And as she does it, she feels she feels Juna's like love for her as she does it. Oh. Oh. Um, yeah. yeah. A direct line from Juna's love through you and into guys. Yeah. Yes. Beautiful. The wing thruple once again. <laughs> <laughs> do you want to know what you need to do, Grace? 
<laughs> yeah, I don't know. <laughs> Magic. Wow. So <laughs> it's one d8 plus your spell casting ability modifier. So is that Juna's spell casting? Is that Juna's or is that? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Juna's. Yeah. Do I roll the d8 though? <laughs> yeah, you can roll the d8. Yeah. Okay, that's five plus five plus five. Ten points of healing, guy. Why is why have you become like Oliver Twist? I don't know. <laughs> it's the effect Lisa, that curing do you wounds want some more? has on me. <laughs> like, it's a good way to making Guy feel better. So thank you. Um, yeah. Good. And Guy just gives you a, a, like feels that and just gives a reassuring squeeze of like it's a thank you. Amazing. How much movement have I got left, David? Um. Let's say it was only a five-foot step, really, to get to Gaius. So, the rest of your movement. Lots of movement. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. So, I've, yeah, so I've still got 40 feet of movement. How big is the ballroom? Um, lengthwise, it's about 60 feet. Width-wise, it's about 30. Mm, 40. Okay, she's done that. She's going to say in the... She's going to take inspiration from Orin <laughs> and say, before she moves, and she's going to say... How do we know we can trust you? And <laughs> then she's going to move towards the door. Yeah, I realised I probably could have done something and spoken, but anyway, I didn't. <laughs> just... I don't know if I've done more than I should have done. So. Amazing. But Petra's just like, I mean, really, I don't know if I should trust you at this point, but I'm not going to hurt you if you're trying to help my friend. Are you? Looking around for all the voices. <laughs> <laughs> Juna, it's your turn. Um, Juna is going to uh, cast Cure Wounds on herself, thinking that not really anyone can see her. Um, So, ooh, uh, she has healed herself 11 points, because she was not looking good. Um, Then she is going to do the same, try and do the same Gus voice. (laughs) I love the Gus. Say to him, we have no plans to hurt your friend, and uh, uh, then moves instantly towards the door as far as she can. Cool. And Kidu, then it's your turn. Where is the amulet? I've got it. You've got it. But you don't know that. All right. Yeah, you don't know. You just know that the arcanist doesn't have it, and Petra doesn't have it. So yeah, you can assume that one of your friends has it. Um, what are they looking like? That what is Petra looking like? They got their hands up or anything like that? Or... So yeah, they're holding this sort of like triple-bladed dagger out. Perfect. Um, just waving it just a little bit. Um, yeah, looking a little bit frazzled, having been been a slug. Mm-hmm. Still ever so slightly sticky. Oh, but Just a little trail behind them. <laughs> yeah, they're kind of like patient and aware. Cool. Well, um, I couldn't find anything in the player's handbook. What are the rules against maiming? <laughs> what? It depends what kind of maiming you're trying to do. I'm going to cut their hand off. <laughs> Sure, sure. Um, I will say it's an attack roll with a higher DC. Sure. Um, as you're trying to be really specific. Uh-huh. Sure. Advantage, because I'm invisible. They stood right in front of me. Because this mass murderer fucker, I do not trust. It's 24. 24 hits. Yeah, I'll allow that. Cut their hand off. Do I roll damage? Does the damage determine how successful the strike is, or is it just like, I just roll hit them? You... Yeah, roll damage as well. Uh, but I will say that all of the damage is going directly into their wrist. Great. Uh-huh. Seven points. 
Ooh, seven. I can always attack twice. Yeah, so I will say that whilst your blade does sink into their wrist, mm-hmm. um, and as soon as, yeah, as you sort of strike, there's this ripple of, like, transformative energy almost. Like, their their skin, like, starts crawling a whole bunch of different colours. Their wrist does not come right the way off, but they do scream with pain. Oh, right. Okay. Um, and then for the second attack, I'm going to... Um, and I will say, actually, with that first attack, they would have dropped their blade, just because it's quite a... Perfect. Um, would it count as an action to kick it away? Or if I pick it up, it'll be invisible, won't it? Yeah, it'll take a moment to disappear, but then it will turn invisible. Um, I'll pick up the blade, and as... as Oh, no, my action is two attacks. So... It's up to you whether or not you take the second attack, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Can I take the second attack as, like... I, to grab the blade. To grab the blade, yeah. Absolutely, I'll allow that. Cool. Grab the blade, and then I'll whisper, We don't trust you, but you're still coming with us. And the shadow spawn is going to give them a big bear hug and grapple them. <laughs> nice. Okay. They're um, trying as much as possible to like hold in the whimpers of, of just agony as their yeah, most of their wrist, most of their hand is, is hanging loose. Yeah. Oh. Um, they start like grabbing the edge of the robe and just tying it around, trying to like stop the bleeding just a little bit. Shadow spawn doesn't let them do that. It just just grabs them like okay fuck you cool in which case yeah um and then i'm heading out back towards where pellegree is expecting the shadow spawn to bring them with me like Mm. fuck this do not trust this so you you march over feel a bump of other people as you all are gathered around the door Uh, and then in kidu do you open it yeah amazing um i will say we'll be out of initiative then cool um what do you all do next um because I'm the only one who can see everyone. I think Juna mm-hmm. checks in with Orin and says, Orin, what is going on? Uh, fireballs, guys looking toasty. Um, uh, also, I need to report. Um, I will just give her a quick indication where everyone is. Mm-hmm. And that Gwen's got the amulet, in case Juna doesn't know that already. Mm-hmm. I think if it's okay, Juna will relay that to everyone. I yeah, think. exactly. Update. Juna's felt quite lost in this battle, and I think she would be keen for everyone to kind of be aware of what's going on. Kind of getting back every, everyone back on the same page again. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Um, I will say, obviously, because each round of combat only takes six seconds, that by this point, we're getting to... You've got a minute and a half before your detect magic thing wears off. That was, I mean, slick. Um, yeah, you've got a minute and a half as you kind of all... Yeah. You know that Gwendolyn's got the amulet and you start booking it, I assume, for the stairs? Yeah, uh, yeah Gwendolyn is pretty speedy and she is she's going for it. She's running as quick as she can. And I assume if I see that happening when Juna's messaged me, I'll be like, we're heading out. <laughs> Gwendolyn's already on the move. <laughs> she's gone. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, and as soon as Enkidu's got opened the door, the shadow spawn drifting through, holding yeah, um, holding Petrogranius, who's bleeding out. It walks, by the way. What oh, does it walk? It oh, walks, yeah. Weirdly, that's more terrifying. That's, yeah, like yeah. kind of yeah, holding it's, 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 it's the image of a person, so it will, it will walk. I mean, just for the sake of argument, I just want to just send a message to Enkidu just saying, hey, hey buddy, um, just heads up, like, yeah. They're probably going to be seen, so we don't want to, like, raise any further suspicion by having them being grappled by a, a monster shadow. Could the monster shadow just do any, like, grapple but walk? 
next hand in hand almost. I don't know. Um, oh, but they're bleeding. <laughs> Just like if you see the boss being grappled by a, a shadow monster yeah. on the on the cams, then you know. And and a Arcanist with a head cut off says somebody else. Like it, it really. I mean, like yeah. It, that's that's enough. Already, you know what? That's that enough. Yeah. yeah. Guy yeah. will guy will think that think again halfway through that thought and go. No, you know what? That was great. That was awesome. That was terrifying. Let's carry <laughs> on. And by the way, the camp the the surveillance would have picked up that Petrogranius killed an Arcanist. So we're in the clear. And the weapon is on the floor, I believe, currently in the room. Oh, I've got it. <laughs> oh, you've got it. Oh, sorry. Yeah, and Kudu grabbed the weapon. Sorry. Um, Retcon. Yeah, the, the shadow spawn is not under the same effect of the anti-detect magic thing that you all are. Yeah, it's just a wandering big thing that can de- be fully seen. Absolutely. Heard. Yeah. Yeah. And is now carrying Petrogranius. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Sure. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, you all rush down the stairs. The Arcanists are descending on this place in, like... 20 seconds, aren't they? <laughs> yeah, you do not have long. Uh, Gwendolyn, you reach the bottom of the stairs and almost as you get to those last few steps, the amulet in your hand powers up. Like the, the stone itself glows a soft, uh, like a purplish blue in its center. And the floor where you would have reached the basement is just not there as you approach. Oh. Uh, and the stairs themselves continue even further downwards. She, yeah, she's just going to keep going. If mm-hmm. anybody does message her at any point. I think Juna would have been like... Checking in. Checking in, for yeah. sure. Are you going to wait for other people to join you before going down, or are you just going to head straight down? <sighs> no, we don't have time. She's just going for it. She knows we've cool. gone a limited time. In which case, as Gwendolyn rushes down underneath the stairs, as everybody else reaches the bottom of the stairs, you just see your floor. Oh, <gasps> fuck. Uh, what? Gwendolyn, as you look back... You can see everybody coming down the stairs and then stopping. Okay, she walks back up the stairs then. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> Just for that brief moment but, of no, like, No, she ah. runs back up. She runs back up and realises what, yeah, like she was realising, okay, it's because I've got okay. this. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And again, it's like you almost see this small glow reappear and like the floor disappears. Yeah. Uh, so that everybody can... Um, Come down. Uh, everybody can see the stairs and this little glow just where Gwendolyn is. Um... If 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 uh, like Vicky said, um, Juno would be checking in. Gwendolyn is messaging to ask, "Are uh, we just need to get out of here?" I'm assuming. Uh, can you check with the others? What rather than rather than going down to Pellegree or after we've been to Pellegree? No, it's t- get get Pellegree and get out of here. Okay, yeah, she relays that to everyone. Yeah, amazing. So you all rush down, and the staircase continues to spiral down. Uh, it's very well lit, the staircase, but it continues down and down hundreds of feet. Oh, oh man. Oh. And as you kind of we, look down the bringing, center of it... we Have we brought... Sorry to interrupt the, the beautiful description. Have we brought the faceless footman down with us? Yeah. Oh, okay. Um, and yeah, the floor has sort of sealed itself up again uh, behind you all. But as you kind of look down... The, the stairs do eventually just disappear into darkness. And that's where we're going to end the episode. Oh my god! Uh, what? what? Have we just uh, been completely betrayed? By what? By the petals. By divination. No, no, it's just... This is deep. This is real fucking deep. Shit! I have so many questions. It's a demiplane. Oh my god! <laughs> it's oh a demiplane! <laughs> Let's play again! Yes! <laughs> You have been listening to 
David Knight as your Dungeon Master, Ben Galpin as Orin, Chris Watts as Gaius, Daryl Bailey as Enkidu, Grace Kelly Miller as Gwendolyn, and Vicky Gaskin as Juna. Original music by David Knight. Please tell your friends, subscribe and follow us on all social media. Thank you for listening to No Small Roles. Anon for now. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50 luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more and is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app. You can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with Code Program for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com. Code Program.